This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 43, How to Love Your Mother-in-Law. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast this week. It is a rainy Monday morning here in St. Louis, and my kids are off school for summer. I know for some of you listening to this, that might seem pretty early, but we actually go back to school in August, the beginning of August, so which seems super early to me. And so they're off already, which is great and has me kind of in a panic a little bit (laughs) Um, because we're also going screen-free this summer. So that's going to be interesting. There's going to be a learning curve and a little bit of river of misery that we're all going to go through, and I'm okay with that. I'm actually really excited to kind of unplug. So you're probably going to hear them a little bit in the background as I record this podcast today and over the summer because they're going to be around. So anyway, I'm going to jump right into the podcast this week. And I'm talking about your mother-in-law. Because I think this is a really important topic to discuss when we talk about mothering, because if we're a mother, we most likely have a (laughs) mother-in-law that we have in our life. I thought this was really interesting because I see a lot of people who don't get along with their mother-in-laws and they complain about them and have a hard time. And when my husband and I got married, I had two individuals come up to me at my wedding, basically stating that if I ever needed someone to talk to about my mother-in-law, that they were there for me. And I just kind of looked at them and was kind of a little bit perplexed because I literally remember thinking, I love my mother-in-law, so thanks, but no thanks. And my husband and I are coming up on 15 years of marriage, and I still love my mother-in-law. She's a great, great woman. And is she perfect? No. No. Have I agreed with everything that she's done or said? No. But I don't think she's agreed with everything that I've done or said either. And it's just like any other relationship in our life. And... I am just so blessed. She's a great mother-in-law. She is the perfect mother-in-law for me. Perfect in every way. In fact, we're actually kind of alike, which is, I think, great. (laughs) And um, and when my husband and I were getting married, we were driving our in-laws, my to-be in-laws. We were showing them where the reception was going to be. We'd pick them up from the airport. And she was saying something to my father-in-law. And my husband just kind of pointed to me and pointed to her and pointed back to me and he's like you guys are the same and I was like yeah we probably are and that's a great thing that's a great thing because my my husband loves his mom and there's great traits about her that he obviously saw in me and loved me too so but I think in society we like to paint a picture that we should expect to have a hard time with our mother-in-law 
And it's almost like this rite of passage, like you just are never going to get along with her. And it seems like in movies that mother-in-laws and stepmoms are never painted in a great light. And there seems to be this collective sense that we should have difficulties with these women and the roles that they fill in our lives. But I want to offer you today that what if there was a better way? What if you could actually like your mother-in-law and get along with her really well? And instead of a few stories out there where daughters-in-laws and mother-in-laws have a great relationship, what if that became the norm? I would love to see that where people are like, I love my mother-in-law. She's the best, right? So in coaching, I focus a lot with my clients on the stories that they tell themselves. And the thing with the stories that we tell ourselves is that they are always changeable. We can always rewrite our story. Now, we have circumstances in our life, lives or events that happen, and yet we can all experience the same event, and yet each of us will tell ourselves a slightly different story about that event. For example, have you ever gone to the movies and you've seen a movie and you think, oh my gosh, that was the greatest movie I have ever seen scene. I love that movie. I want all my friends to see it. I'm going to go see it like 50 times. And you just think it's the best thing you've ever experienced. But then a few days later, you talk to a friend who's seen the same movie and they hated that movie. And you're like, what? How can you hate that movie? Now, does it mean because you really liked it and they really didn't like it that the movie was good or bad? Like which one was it? And I think it means that it was neither, right? It just means that one of you liked it and one of you didn't. One of you told your story or had a story in your head that made you like this movie. And another one had a story that's made them not like it for some reason. They decided to have thoughts and stories that just, it just didn't ring true for them. So this state, the same storytelling happens in every area of our lives. When it comes to our mother-in-law, if you are having a hard time getting along with her or liking her, it's because of the story you are telling yourself about her. Now I know you're saying, no, no, no. It's because she does all of this annoying stuff. She doesn't listen to me. She comes in when she's not invited. She wants to make this. She doesn't do this. It's all a story, right? You get to decide how you view what she does however you want. That is actually what you are able to do. So you can view whatever she does as great and amazing. Now, some stories you may want to hold on to that you don't think are great and amazing, right, with her um, for maybe certain reasons. But I really want to ask you, is that story serving you well? Is it benefiting you? Is it allowing you to love her more, to create more love in the world? And if not, then I'm going to say, hmm, may need to change that story, right? So sometimes we've told ourselves a story for so long about our mother-in-law that we feel it's impossible to think anything positive or loving towards her. And in this case for you, I want to really tell you and 
share with you maybe some alternative stories that you could start telling yourself so that you could begin to have a better story about your mother-in-law and what you think of her and the thoughts that you generate towards her. So these are these kind of come from common things that I've seen when people have talked about their mother-in-law in not a great light. And so they're kind of general, but I'll give some examples. So the first thing I think that you should remember, or a new story that you should start telling yourself, is that she's not your mother. And thank heavens, right? Thank heavens she's not your mother. You only need one mother. And that while many families when you're growing up, may do similar things. Every family has their own unique way of doing things. Like everybody does Christmas slightly different and everybody goes on vacation together slightly differently and people cook meals slightly differently. And for example, like one family may strongly feel that dinner time together as a family is an absolute must and happens every night. And another family may kind of feel like uh, it just didn't work. It was kind of an inconvenience. And so everyone just kind of ate when they could and what they could. It just kind of came and went and the mom just kind of had the food there and people did their own thing. So the thing to remember is that no matter how you were raised, your husband was probably raised slightly differently. And so as you build and start your foundation of your marriage, or if you're even like 15 years into marriage, you're always going to be finding out new things as you move into marriage and continue in your marriage. You may not always agree with how your mother-in-law handles certain events. Ooh, it's starting to rain. Um, Like you may not always agree with how she handles giving presents or how she makes mashed potatoes or how and when to discipline children. And she may not come and clean your kitchen the way that your mother taught you or play with your children the way that your mom would or like the same stores as you and your mom would, but that's because she's not your mom. She's not your mom. She's a totally different person. She's just like meeting somebody new off the street, right? You would never expect them to do everything like your mom. So why do you expect your mother-in-law? So just think of all the pressure that would be taken off of yourself and your mother-in-law by releasing her from being just like your mom. She's her own person and she does things her own way. Your job is to love her for her own way and just expect that they aren't going to be the ways your mother would do them and that is just fine. It's actually a good thing because she may do some things better than your mom, actually. Like, my mom is an awesome cook. My mother-in-law is an awesome cook. My mom makes certain things that are amazing. My mother-in-law makes other things that are amazing. Like my mother-in-law's beef tenderloin is out of this world. Just saying, just going to throw it out there. (laughs) And my mom has actually taken that recipe, which I think is amazing. And my mother-in-law has taken some recipes from my mom. And look at the amazing things that come when women share and work together. I um, learned this profound lesson about this on my mission. So I served in Korea, and in Korea, they don't use forks and knives. They use chopsticks and spoons. That's what you eat with. And they're not like the normal wooden chopsticks that you find like at the Chinese takeout. They are flat metal chopsticks. Like I went on my mission thinking, I know how to use chopsticks. I'm good. Not Korean chopsticks. They slip out of your hands. They're super hard to use if you're not used to them. Does it mean that because 
in Korea, they use chopsticks and spoons, that it's wrong how they eat because they're not using forks and knives? No. In fact, there's actually a lot of advantages to using chopsticks to eat. I actually was like, wow, that's really smart. They use scissors in the kitchen too to like cut things like meat and stuff. And I'm like, brilliant, right? So there's always good things to learn by adopting new ideas and new traditions and new ways of doing things. And your mother-in-law is a great source for doing that. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just different. So another thing that you can start telling yourself is that she loves her son. Therefore, she's rooting for the success of your marriage. I can't think of a single reason where a loving mom wouldn't want her son to have a happy marriage. I just want you to think of the narrative narrative change that you would have in your head if you constantly remembered that she is on your side. Instead of getting annoyed and your feelings hurt when she comments on how many piles of dirty laundry you have, just direct your story to something like, you know what, she's right. I do have a lot of laundry to do and I'm so glad she told me so that I can be sure to have clean clothes tomorrow. We tend to believe that mother-in-laws are out to get us, but I think they just want to help us. So just if you were able to tell yourself everything that she says is just to help me. She just wants to help me. She has a lot of wisdom, right? Another important narrative that I think we need to change is that we are adults. So if we have a problem with our mother-in-law, we need to talk to our mother-in-law about it. We don't need to drag our husband into the middle of the disagreement. I see this a lot, actually. And far too often, I think that we put our husbands in this really difficult position of having to choose between their wife's wishes as opposed to their mother's wishes. And I will often hear a wife complain about the way her mother-in-law does something. And instead of leaving it as her problem with her mother-in-law, she drags her husband into the middle of it. Why do we do this? Why? Why? You would never drag your husband into the middle of another disagreement, right? So why do we do it with our mother-in-laws? This is a lot of pressure to put on your husband, and I have rarely ever seen it end well when women do this. So I really think that we just need to let our husbands have their own disagreements with their moms, right? We don't need to get involved. They're two people. They're going to have disagreements. They have a lot of history together too, right? So just let them figure out their owns. And if you really feel strongly that something needs to be discussed with your mother-in-law, then do it yourself. Be mature and know that you are responsible for your emotions. So be in charge of how you handle them. Don't dish that responsibility off onto your husband. I think that's really an unkind thing to do. And it's unkind to your husband and unkind to your mother-in-law because She's going to know that it's you, right? And then it's like awkward when you guys are around each other. So I just think it's so much better. Just talk to her yourself. If you don't like something, talk to her yourself. And here's the thing. Whether you agree with your mother-in-law or not, you I really think it's important to try and look at things from her perspective. This is another narrative, right? 
I think it's always wise to look to people who are ahead of you in life because they have a lot of experience and a lot different perspective on what is and isn't important in raising children, in doing well in your marriage, and living life in general, right? They're going to be able to see like, I'm not going to sweat the small stuff here. This is not important. Um, And no, these things are important. And so there really is so much wisdom and experience to glean from your mother-in-law when it comes to the best way to do things. Now, you might not want some of her wisdom and you may not agree with some of the things that she does, but there is always something that she can teach you. Always always, always. So really focus on that. Focus on the good that she has that she can give back to you. And if you focus on that, you're going to just love her, right? That's going to be the effect of doing that. You know, she is the one who's had children and knows the importance of learning, say, how to work and the ways to best teach children that trait. And she has great ideas for kid-friendly recipes and for Christmas gift and f- gifts and fun traditions. She has so much wisdom. Just listen to her and take what you want, you know, and thank her for what she has and just really like milk it. Because listen, my mother-in-law has so much wisdom that I know I have not even tapped into. She was a farm girl. She was the oldest of seven children. She is an amazing woman. And I am like, I need to tap into her more because she has a lot of things to offer me in how to do life better. One of the things that I've um, kind of taken from her that she has said over the years that I think is great is she's, they moved around a lot cause they were in the army. She, when, um, my husband was growing up and so she's lived in tons of different places. And so she always said, it doesn't matter where you live. You do the same things every day. And I think, you know what? That's true. I would be running my kids to school. I would be going to the gym. I would be cleaning my house. I would be getting groceries. And I think that that was her way of just realizing it doesn't matter where I live. My life can be happy and great no matter where I am. And I think that's a great lesson that she has taught me that life is the same pretty much wherever you are. So um, she just has some great wisdom. And I'm like, the next time I see her, she's coming in a couple of weeks, I'm going to really milk it and say, Hey, what are some really great life lessons that you would like to tell me about? Because I think there's a lot of untapped wisdom there. This is kind of wrapping it up, but your mother-in-law is a person who was just like you not so long ago. She was in the thick of raising kids. She was married. She was short on money. She was probably frustrated a lot. She didn't know exactly all the answers. She still doesn't, but she was doing exactly what you're doing. And she was doing the best that she could. And she's still doing the best that she can. And she's doing, she's never been a mother-in-law to you, right? It's the first time. It's like having a new child. I have never been a mother to each of my children. So I'm learning how to mother 
them every day because they're changing and I'm changing. And so the same is true of your mother-in-law. She's never been a mother-in-law to you. She's never been a mother-in-law to you when you have your first baby. She's never been a mother-in-law to you when you have your fifth baby. She's never been a mother-in-law to you when there's some difficulty in your marriage or when you have a health crisis or when she has a health crisis right? It's always changing. So we just need to remember that she is doing the best that she can and she just wants to love you and to be loved. It's what we all want, right? And our mother-in-laws are no different. And I've, if finding a better serving story is hard for you, just remember this, that someday you will be a mother-in-law yourself. And how do you want your daughter-in-law or son-in-law to treat you? How do you hope that they talk about you? What do, they, what do you hope that he or she says about you behind closed doors? And how do you hope that he or she encourages their husband or wife in regards to the relationship that you have with them? I'm thinking you're thinking, I'm going to love my daughter-in-laws and I'm going to love my son-in-laws right? Love your mother-in-law. Learn how to love your mother-in-law and it will serve you in so many ways, not only right now in your life, but in the future as well. And she has so much to give to you and so much to offer. And she's an amazing woman and she's exactly what you need. I love my mother-in-law. Is she perfect? No. Do I agree with everything that she says? No. But she's the exact mother-in-law that I need and I adore her. And you know what? I have zero expectations of her. She gets to show up however she wants and she gets to love my kids. She gets to love my husband. She gets to love me in the exact way she wants because that's the exact way it's supposed to be. And it's perfect for me. And I'm so grateful for that. And it's perfect for you too. Whatever your mother-in-law is like, she's perfect for you. All right, you have a great week. I'm going to get back to my kids. We have a bunch of stuff to do today, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. If you would, wouldn't mind, hop on over and leave me a review on iTunes because that is how it gets publicized and we can share it. And if you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email at meg at the 8 I will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.